0: what's going on good people man this is your boy amir aka the magic man and you're listening to another dope episode of paperbacks and soundtracks yes man we are back we are back we are back man ah man a lot of you already know um it's been a journey to get back to this microphone man and be able to talk to you guys you know about the things that i enjoy man comics and uh music you know um it's been a long it's been a long road man and i'm just So excited to be able to just sit down and do this again, man. I really appreciate all the love and everything um, that I received from all my family and friends and the supporters of the show, man. I I really appreciate it, man. Everything that you guys said and, you know, just all the love, man. I really appreciate it. Um, You know, for those who don't know, uh, let me let me catch you guys up a little bit Uh, back in April uh, 2020 this year on the 22nd i got sent home from work because i had a you know a high grade fever or low grade at the time but uh, i got sent home my temperature was like 99 point something and i got tested for covid so i work at a a hospital so you know at that time things were very hot in the area of newark Um, you know patients were coming in you know, getting tested and co-workers were getting sick. It was just, it was crazy, man. You know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the hospitals didn't have everything that they needed and my hospital was, you know, one of them. Like, you know, we had to make do with what we had at the time. So, you know, um, I, I got, I got sick. Um, I first noticed uh, I could not taste my food. So... <laughs> I was kind of alarmed at that moment, and, um, you know, a couple days later, I think it was like a Sunday, um, I got my test results back, and it was positive, and of course, you know, um, I, was, I was terrified, man, so um, by Tuesday, um, I, I wound up going into the hospital because I was having difficulty breathing, and... Um, my O2 stats were just continuing to drop. So, uh, my aunt, myself, and my dad, we decided to that it was best for me to go to the hospital and just get you know checked out. Um, I got there, and uh, I thought I was going to be going home that day, but I did not. They made me stay, and 46 days later, I was able to come home. Um, it was terrifying. Um, thinking, you know, when you see the news and everything, you know, all these people uh, passing away because of this stupid virus, man, it was it was scary, you know, so. Um, but I, I, you know, thank God made it through um, and was able to come home. But even after getting released from the hospital, um, you know, when I was there, I was on oxygen support. I didn't I didn't go on an ICU and I wasn't on a ventilator or anything like that. But it was a journey. I, it was very difficult to breathe a lo- at times. And I had a lot of oxygen support, uh, two types of support, actually. And it was still difficult for me to, um, you know, just catch my breath, man, do something as simple as just breathing. You know, we do that every day on our own. So it was uh, very difficult for me to to do that and it was challenging man you know um you know just thinking back you know all the all the things i had to go through in order to get just to get better and get back home and um you know the journey didn't stop once i got home like i still um right now am going to uh physical therapy three days a week um my lungs took a big hit man i had really bad pneumonia so uh, it was, <laughs> it was challenging when I got home. It was very difficult for me to move around on my own and do a lot of things on my own. Um, you know, and with my family, uh, at my side, I, they helped me push through and got me strong enough to be able to go to therapy, physical therapy three days a week. And when I got there, it was just time to put in the work, man. And they had me doing all kinds of exercises and different breathing activities and stuff just to open up these lungs so i can um be able to get back to you know uh my independence which is soon you know um i'll be getting back home probably the second week of october um getting back home getting back to work and yes i am going back to work um you know god gave me this opportunity to be able to help people and i would like to continue to do that so you know i'm just going to gear up you know uh, it's it's been a long time since I was at the hospital, so you know things have changed. We have uh, more PPEs available um, and everything like that. You can buy your own personal stuff, which I did. So you know I'll be ready to get back to work soon. But um, you know physical therapy has been amazing. So you know to anybody who has been dealing with uh, being sick with COVID and you know maybe it taking a long time to recover i would suggest going to physical therapy um it's definitely helped me open up my lungs and be able to breathe a little bit more um you know better on my own um i don't use oxygen anymore and um yeah we are here we are rocking man so um with that said i just want to say uh rest in peace to all that we have lost um during this pandemic man it's it's crazy. It sucks. I, I cried many nights, um, just thinking about the people that we were losing for no reason, you know. And um, you know, and I, and much love to the family members who lost loved ones, um, and weren't able to like do funerals and be able to show their love for their family the way they would would want to, because they can't come into contact with a bunch of people at one time. Um, you know, I know different cities are opening up, you know, things slowly, but surely, but it's still, um, still crazy times, you know, the, and the, and then the numbers are slowing down, you know, we're still losing a lot of people for, for absolutely no reason. And, um, but a lot of people are surviving, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are making it through. So, you know, we gotta stay positive positive. And not give too much power to COVID nineteen over our lives, you know. Um, but at the same time, continue to protect yourselves. Continue to, you know, wear wear the mask and stuff like that, and do the best you can when you're around your families, just to keep everything um, clean and, you know, just protect yourself and your families, man. But know that this is almost over. You know, I truly believe that. I truly believe that um, we're we're going to make it through this. Um, Same with all this racism and senseless killings that are going on, man. A lot of stuff was happening when I was in the hospital, man. I couldn't talk about it. And I'm not going to spend too much time on those things because I don't want to give that power either. You know, because at the end of the day, people are doing these crazy things because they have nothing else to do. They want to continue to break down, you know, black and brown families any any way they possibly can and we can no longer give them that power over us so continue to you know fight back in a peaceful way um continue to make strides um and rest in peace to all the ones that we lost um over these past six months you know to a year over you know senseless acts of violence man and we got to stop this we really got to stop this man but um of course black lives matter always on this show you know i'm saying if you look at my logo i got the black power fist on my chest you know i walk around with y'all you know all day every day so i love i love all of you and um i'm glad to be back man i'm glad to be able to talk to you guys I'm, i'm sure you know a lot of you are excited for me to be back here man so you know with that said um the other bit of news that happened while i was away was (sighs) the passing of um chadwick boseman man that really um that really rocked me i'm not gonna lie to you guys man because you know without him knowing and a lot of you not knowing um i actually got into comic books because of chadwick boseman Um, when I saw that he was going to be becoming Black Panther in the Marvel universe, um, cinematic universe, that kind of like inspired me. Like my, my big bro was already reading comics, um, when we were living together and, you know, I was like, you know, looking around at him and stuff like that, but it really wasn't something that I was 100% interested in. Partly because I didn't have have the money that I wanted to be able to be spending on books and stuff. But um, when I saw that he was going to become a Black Panther. And I always liked that character. Even without reading the comic books. I just always thought that that was dope, man. Like he was a king and he's a hero. You know what I'm saying? Like I always just thought that that was a a fire concept. So when I found that out, (laughs) I started doing some research on you know, Black Panther comics, and I found out that ta Coates and Brian Stelfreeze were going to be doing this Black Panther story, this new story, and I'm like, wow, Black writer, Black artist, working on a Black character, I'm not sure if that happens a lot in comic books, because again, I was new, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go buy these stories, so the first two comics that I ever bought were were Ta-Nehisi Coates' uh, Black Panther issues one and two, and it was because I saw Chadwick Boseman getting ready to do Black Panther. So, you know, fast forward, um, you know, my collection started getting heavy and I saw Black Panther, the movie, and just the power, the sure power of the, the effect that that movie had on everybody across the country, across the world. It, you know, it, it made me want to do more. And you know, represent uh, my people even more. You know, in this realm of comic books, so I decided to do the podcast. You know, I ran across a couple of my cousins, a couple of my friends, my brother, my big bro, and they all thought it was a good idea for me to do it. So um, I started the podcast, paperbacks, and soundtracks, based off the influence from. Chadwick bossman and his performance in Black Panther and all the other uh great actors, man. So, you know, he definitely inspired your boy big time, especially with um Paperbacks and soundtracks, man. So, uh it it sucks, man. It sucks to have to lose somebody so powerful. Um, Is so great And he just seems so humble You know, he's from the same city that I have family And, you know, Anderson, South Carolina He went to school with my cousins, you know So he didn't know me But, you know, I felt like I had a good connection with him uh, Just through his work and um, his inspiration So, you know, rest in peace to uh, Chadwick Balsman, man And um, may your legacy live forever, you know And I'm not sure what they're going to do with uh the Black Panther movie, but they're saying that they might possibly uh well the rumor is that Shuri will become Black Panther, which is something that happened in the comic book. So I think that would be a dope way to just keep his legacy intact with uh with the Black Panther uh franchise, man. But such a big loss, man. Everybody's was rocked by this and, you know, like I said, we want his legacy to live on forever, man. He was a good dude great actor and a big inspiration to all of us so um rest in peace man so we're going to take a quick break um and when i come back i'm gonna talk about some of the comic books that um you know kept my mind (laughs) at ease during this recovery time uh of this covid19 mess so yeah we will be right back after this peace we are back this is your boy amir aka the magic man and you're listening to paperbacks and soundtracks ah feels good to say that man thank god that's all i can say is thank god man thank god so um i read a lot of comic books during this recovery time man shout out to all the comic book stores that were uh, mailing comic books to people that couldn't get to the store really appreciate you guys um so um yeah one of the stories that i was really enjoying that i'm still enjoying um is this six issue six issue mini series um called stealth from image comics um right now i'm only um four issues in i'm waiting for issue five to get to me so i can continue to enjoy this story man but basically um this story is a a lot deeper than what i thought it was going to be um it's a it's a deep look into the effects that mental illness has on the person dealing with the illness and the family so in this story um the main character he's a superhero named stealth um he's dealing with uh alzheimer's disease um and it's it's taking a big toll on him man and you know the just the way that they um dig deep into to how mental illness really has um has a big effect on the family and how some people just are unable to let go of what they used to be able to do you know like he's a superhero and he can't let go of the fact that he, the the city has needed him for so long um even though he's unable to <laughs> think clearly he still wants to be able to be on those streets handling business for his city and uh in this story uh it doesn't always work out the way he thinks it's working out in his head so yeah like sometimes you're seeing things where he's seeing things that he thought he was seeing but he's really not it's it's crazy man it's definitely a, a mind bender but i will say it's very graphic uh, and it's not for children at all Okay, this story is is very deep But, um, yeah, it definitely brings awareness to to the mental illness uh, realm of things um, And it just, when you read it, you just like, damn, man Like, why can't we just get rid of mental illness somehow? You know, like, how, why can't we just fix that, man? Because it sucks, man You want to be able to not have to worry about your mind going away from you, you know? sucks so you know it definitely brings awareness that is a great story definitely check out stealth um it's only a six issue mini um volume or this volume will be over soon um one more issue actually has to come out so hopefully i mean if i mean if, if this is the end of the story cool but i would definitely like to read more of it if i can um so yeah i'm, I'm hyped for this story it's a great it's a great story. Um, another story that i checked been checking out for a while and even had one of the comics in the hospital with me <laughs> i got that snuck into me shout out to my aunt for that and my dad um so uh uh volume one we're going to be talking about because uh, volume two just kicked off with uh issue seven but volume one um fire straight up fire man uh sins of the father is what this first volume was called it was written by uh Rodney Barnes. If you don't know him, look him up. Rodney Barnes is a beast, he's been around for a while working on a lot of things that a lot of us have enjoyed over the years, especially with like um TV and movies. So uh Rodney Barnes is the writer, uh Jason Sean Alexander is the artist, and the artwork, man, that alone will sell the story it's like this gritty you guys know me i love my gritty artwork um watercolor style painting but like just the emotion and the action and just the way the story has was was uh designed is amazing to me all right but the story itself is it's insane man we in philly we got vampires we got action we got politics it reads like a tv show man and it actually will be getting it did get picked up either for a tv show or a movie so if you're a collector of comics this will probably be one that you need to have in your collection because uh it's going to be doing some things going down the road and ronnie barnes like i said he's a beast when it comes to television and stuff like that but his comics are fire too not gonna lie to y'all but this story um what i really enjoyed about the story First off, my favorite character is Tevin. He's a he's just straight up Philly all the way. At one point in the story, he says, John, uh, I'm from South Jersey. John is in our lingo because we're right next to Philly. So John is a word described to it's a word that's used to describe any and everything person. Play. It's, it's a great noun. It's a great noun. OK, <laughs> so um, but yeah, Tevin is a beast. Um, I like his character development throughout the story. Um, the leader of the vampires, I will not give that away if you have not read the story. But it is very, very interesting how Rodney Barnes ties his real history. Because it's actually based on, it's, it's a real character. like it's a, It was a real person at one point in time. And how the way he brings his history into this comic and ties it all together is a merit is like amazing like even with the like american history the way he brings it together straight up fire man um you got a father and son tandem um they don't get along um they're both police officers and yeah they're working together in a sense the story is a straight up horror comic and you know i love my horror Uh, and I, and I really enjoy this one, man. I recommend this story for anybody, man. Um, like I said, volume two just kicked off, uh, issue seven picked up right where issue six left off. Um, we got a, we got, you know, some, some new character development that we're going to be diving into. Um, some new characters are going to be taking the spotlight in this, uh, volume. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. So volume issues one through six wrapped up very nicely um it was a very smooth comic and uh yeah i'm ready for the next volume to continue to do the same man so shout out to rodney barnes for killing this story killadelphia man really appreciate it um the last story that you know that i was been loving for the longest um is now an eisner award-winning story shout out to the creators of bitter root okay I have been talking about Bitterroot since issue one of volume one on this show. I've met all the writers. I had Chuck Brown on the show um, talking about Bitterroot and his story um, on the Stump, which is which is a fire story, also. Um, but yeah, so we got um David F. Walker uh, and Chuck Brown doing the writing. We got Sanford Green doing the artwork, um, the covers, connecting covers for the uh cover a which is amazing i love doing i love connecting covers that's always been like something that i enjoy doing especially when the covers are dope so yeah man it's uh this uh, this volume volume two is issues six through ten i think i might have mentioned that and the story is called uh rage and redemption and that is exactly what you get from the sangare family <laughs> um You know, they're a family of monster hunters. You know, the monsters, once again, they um, become this way. They're humans, but they become this way based off of, you know, the the rage and racism and hatred um, and revenge that they have in their hearts. So essentially anybody can become a monster um, when you have that, that anger and rage and all that in your heart. So it don't matter. They don't have to be uh white or you know black asian it could be anybody can be a monster anybody that has hate in their heart is a monster so yeah those cops that uh killed Brianna Taylor and George Floyd and the monsters that killed Trayvon Martin and uh, Ahmad Arbery yeah they they would be monsters right now and the sangare family would be hunting them down you know what i'm saying so but i, I won't get into that right now um you can hit me up on instagram we'll talk about it <laughs> but uh yeah the story once again uh Rage and redemption um what i really enjoyed about this story was we actually get to dive into uh dr sylvester's story a little bit more um they had a lot of character development on him especially in like issue i want to say issue eight was when they really jumped into his story and why he became the way he was in volume 1 um who he was like the main monster in volume 1 and in this story um he has an evolution you know what i'm saying like somewhat of a redemption story um without spoiling too much so i enjoyed the character development for him um colin or colin sangare um his story is I feel like there's going to be more with him in the next volume um, whenever we get that because his character was one way in volume one. And if you read the Red Summer one shot, you know that he um, changed. He's older now because he was trapped in this world called uh, the Barzak. And essentially, like you age a lot faster in there. So he in that universe So his character has evolved a lot (laughs) and the way he thinks is very different now. So I really, uh, I'm very interested in seeing where that goes. Um, Another character that um, was amazing was um, Blink Sangre. She, she's a beast, man, like straight up. Um, And they finally let her cut loose in this um, volume. So I, I enjoyed Uh, her character development um they really dig deep when it comes to telling these stories about um you know where these characters start and where they want to end up and by the way the story ended she is going to be a big time leader in this family of monster hunters and um what they did at the end of the story was they introduced a character that we're I, the reader is not really sure who that character is but he's familiar with the family and he kind of saved the day at the end of the story so going forward uh in the next volume we're definitely going to see um who that character is i'm sure um, they're not going to just drop that gem and keep it moving so man Bitterroot volume two uh for all these stories definitely um check them out If you want, I'm sure the trades will be out soon. I think Bitter Roots trade might be out in like October, maybe volume two trade, October 21st, I think. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but you can look it up. Um, Philadelphia volume one is already out in trade, and I'm sure Stealth will have a trade coming out after issue six is done. But for real guys, um, one thing I want to say about buying trades, okay, they are awesome. Okay. You get the whole most of the story, one buy, you go home, you enjoy it, read as many times as you want. But the thing about waiting for trades is uh, the comics don't really get the big sales that they need. All right. So if you're not buying the individual issues, it's not really supporting the creative team. Because comics work off of weekly numbers or monthly numbers. If those numbers are low, they're not going to continue to publicate those or publish those stories. So we're not going to see them often. And that happened actually to uh, Ronnie Barnes when he was writing Falcon. He was only able to get eight issues because people weren't backing the story. And the funny thing about Falcon was that it was a vampire story it was like vampires in brooklyn you had blade in there falcon uh, or, or sam wilson misty knight um the patriot the young kid i can't remember his name right now but they had he had a, a, a all-star cast in this comic black cast in this comic book and it got shut down by marvel eight issues in you know because people weren't supporting it but now you know when they see that he's writing and killing this story over at Philadelphia. Everybody's like, "Oh, Ronnie Barnes!" Like, nah, he's been doing this for a minute. He did a soul He did a, um, a Star Wars story. Uh, I think it was Lando. He did Lando, which was like the prequel to Sol- the Solo movie, the Han Solo movie. Like, he's been doing comics for a little while now, and he's he's a great writer. Same thing happened to um, David F. Walker, Sanford Green. You know, Power Man, Iron Fist amazing story that they just shut down out of nowhere cuz i guess sales but people were reading it but they were reading the trade um Nighthawk by David F Walker got shut down after 6 issues so like it's a pattern if you don't go to the stores the comic book shops and pick up those individual issues We're not going to see those comics that we love a lot, you know. We're not going to be able to see them develop characters like they're doing in Philadelphia or like they're doing in Stealth and Bitterroot. You know, we got to actually go out and support those stories if we want to continue to see them on the shelves. So, that's my lesson for today. (laughs) Definitely go support those, those comic book creators So we can continue to get dope stories, and if you want to continue to read the stories over and over again, then go get the trade. So you're not messing up your floppies. You know, nobody wants to mess up the individual issues. So go get the trade. That's what I do, so I can read it as many times as I want, and it also supports those writers and the creator. I mean, the artist even more, because I I enjoy seeing those stories um, come out. So another other stories I've been reading that I've enjoyed: uh, Batman by uh, James Tenney and the Fourth. I was only going to go to issue 100 because I wanted to complete my run um, after Tom uh, King kind of just didn't do well with Batman, um, His story was all over the place. I enjoyed it for a while but then it started losing me so I just wanted to finish my run but James in the IV is hes kind of doing a great job with Batman right now so I'm looking forward to that. Um, seeing where he goes with that so i think i got issue 98 somewhere in the house that i gotta read but um yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure i'm gonna be going past 100 uh daredevil chip zardosky killing it still uh, i gotta read the annual but for up to this point it's been amazing um venom uh by donny cates <sighs> that's one of my favorite stories <laughs> over at marvel right now i can't even hold y'all man it's it's dope very dope And I'm looking forward to uh, the King in Black, the Null crossover, the epic story that everything's been building up to. Um, And I'm sure Donny Case isn't going to let us down. But, you know, other than that, it's not a lot of stuff that I've been picking up in Marvel. Uh, Miles Morales, I'm still going to continue to pick that up. Um, Black Panther is actually coming to an end soon. Um, Well, not soon, because I read an article that said that the last three issues aren't coming out until after... Like February or something like that, 2021, which is weird, um because he only has three issues left. But Tony Housey Coates has done a great job with the story, um and I, it'll be sad to see him go. And I'll be honest with you, if if a dope writer doesn't pick up Black Panther, and it's somebody that I'm not interested in, I'm probably not going to continue with Black Panther because I enjoyed this series that much. So, you know, hopefully somebody picks it up and they continue with it. I'm sure they will at this, you know, now. Because of the, what happened, you know, with us losing um, Chadwick Bosman But I really hope they give it a dope writer because I don't want the story to be trash. I want it to be an excellent story like it was when with Ta-Nehisi Coates. So, you know, as far as Marvel goes, they're kind of weird right now, man, to me. Because, like, even with, like, the X-Men stuff, I was looking for an X-Men story for so long. So long. And they gave us House of X powers of 10 with jonathan Hick- jonathan hickman which was amazing but after that it spawned like 20 damn books like come on man like y'all gotta be generous to our pockets like we're not going to go out and buy all of these issues like i'm not at least and if you are more power to you that's what's up you got the money for that but i mean you couldn't just give us two excellent stories you had to break it up into like eight different stories and all these spin-offs and everything like that's overdoing it and that's what i've learned about marvel like they kind of overdo it and you know everything has to fit into a puzzle at that time and it's whatever yo <laughs> it's like kind of whatever but these pointless crossovers like i'm vested in the donny cage stories with those crossovers so i'm going to get those but everything else you have these epic crossovers that don't they don't add up to anything so i'm kind of like starting to fade a little bit from Marvel and their ongoing stuff. Um the mini-series stuff I do I, I'm I'm kind of still gonna look out for like Shang Chi. I think that something's coming out for him this month um it's this September. It's like a five issue mini series. It looks like it's gonna be dope. Um Web of Venom the Wraith story or uh that's coming out now I think actually Today, as I'm recording it, today's Wednesday, it's coming out tomorrow episode that came out today. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, there's a story from Image that I want to check out called Stillwater. Um, that one was interesting. It says, Uh, nobody dies in the town of Stillwater. That's not just a promise, that's a threat. So, we got another horror story. Um, this was gonna be written by uh, Chip Zerdowski. And uh, Raymond K. Perez is going to be doing the artwork. So I like Chip. I want to see what he has to say about some horror stuff. And as far as DC goes, they got a story coming out um, called uh, Batman, the Joker Warzone. It's uh, 48 pages. Now, hear me out. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of Batman and everything like that. Um, But the reason why I want this story is because... James Tenney in the fourth will be writing some of it. Joshua Williams, who's been doing a great job on flash and I enjoy his writing is going to be in it. And John Ridley, um, he is the writer of, um, 12 years a slave. He did, um, he did another story for vertigo. I forget what it's called American something, but it was a good story. Um, it was a really uh, dope story. Um, and he's going to be writing it. So, what I read was that there's supposed to be an anti-hero in this story. Uh, First appearance of this guy named the Clown Hunter. And I want to see where that goes because uh, at DC Fandom, John Ridley said he he was going to be writing a miniseries for Batman and the Batman was going to be black. So, I wonder if he's going to drop any hints about that black batman in this joker joker war zone and will it have anything to do with this new character the clown hunter you know so does that tie into what he's doing who knows the only you're gonna find out is if you read it so i'm definitely picking that up can't wait to um yeah jump in jump into that man so yeah some other stuff that we uh got from you know dc fandom since we're, we're on that right now um milestone comics baby we got milestone comics coming back man um i did an episode uh, probably in season one uh about milestone comics and uh, milestone media and how it changed the game you know what i'm saying like it put uh you know co- uh, characters of color at the forefront of the comic books and um you know the founders, uh, Dwayne McDuffie, Dennis Colwin, Michael Davis, and Derek T. Diggle. They uh, co-founded this, the Milestone Comics, in 1993, and it was published by um, DC Comics. And you know, rest in peace, Dwayne McDuffie. But you know, before you know he passed away, uh, Milestone Comics kind of like if it, it fizzled out. You know. Um, but they were some gangsters about it. Like, don't, don't get it twisted, man. Like, they owned everything with Milestone Comics. DC just published it. So they had to be dope in order for DC to continue to publish it. But um, anyway, I, we don't need to go back to that. If you want to know the, the history of Milestone Comics, you know, go find the episode that I did it on. Uh, I can't tell you what number it was. By the way, this is uh, episode 47? We're getting close to 50 y'all just want to just put that out there can't wait to get to that episode um but yes uh so basically dc is bringing back milestone comics and it's going to be led by uh reggie hudlin who is a beast um he's done a lot of things um his last documentary um the black godfather that was on netflix was amazing um i think he had something to do with uh like the house Party movies uh Django a couple other things that he's he's been a part of um in, in this in this culture of of um uh, black movies and stuff like that he's been doing his thing for a while um he wrote uh, a volume of Black Panther that got turned into a tv series for a little while which was dope uh, so yeah Reggie's been around for a while Mr. Hudlin has been doing his thing for a minute um but uh they they were talking about it uh milestone coming back and he's going to be um writing uh the static shock story and the art will be done by Kyle Baker but basically what they were saying is I think at the top of the year 2021 maybe right before the 20 the new year that they're going to have a digital only static shock um story that comes out and then in February of 2021 Reggie Hudlin and Kyle Baker are gonna put out their trade or graphic novel for ecstatic shock to kind of kick everything off as far as like the paperback stuff goes. And then um Dennis Cohen, who was a part of the original founders, the artists are part of the the original uh founders of Milestone Comics, he's gonna be doing artwork for um the icon and rocket series. So I'm excited about that for sure, man. Like I know a lot of people that have been trying to hunt down those um old milestone comics uh issues. I have a few. I have a nice little 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 collection. I was able to get my hands on some static comics and um uh icon and rocket stuff and uh what else? A uh, blood syndicate. So I got a I got a nice little stack of books, man. They're really hard to find. And they're going to be even harder to find now because the price is going to go way up for those books, man. Like, I didn't pay an arm and a leg for them. So, if you can find them, definitely go get them. Um, they had also mentioned um, that they would do a Static Shock movie um, in the future. Like, they want to try and get that done uh, for us. And that would be so dope, man. The only thing is, like, some people... Uh, uh charlamagne the guy was saying that he would love to see um jalen smith as uh virgil hawkins aka static shock and i'm like yeah nothing against nothing against the young man but he just seems like he ain't really all that with acting like he's not really into it as much as he used to be when he was younger and static if you're gonna do that movie you need somebody that's going to um Really bring it, you know. So, the person I had mentioned that I wanted to see as uh Static Shock or aka Virgil Hawkins was um Caleb McLaughlin, he's the uh the kid from um Stranger Things. The kid's got some acting chops, man. He was even in the new edition movie, he was killing it in that. He's um he's very talented. So, if they can get that movie done sooner than later, because I would love to see him. As Virgil Hawkins, um, that'd be amazing. But they gotta hurry up because that kid's getting grown, man. <laughs> like I saw a, a picture on his Instagram page. He's like, "My man got the little goatee and mustache and stuff." I'm like, man, where the hell did that come from? Like kids just be growing up way too fast. So they gotta hurry up before he's too old to play the part. Um, I would love to see that though. So that was, um, the, you know, something that I really enjoyed about um, uh, DC FanDome. Uh, you know, they dropped the Batman trailer uh there's a lot of mixed emotions about that a lot of people were you know happy about you know the way it looks some people were ticked off they say it was too violent or whatever honestly i don't care um i'm going to see the movie regardless when it does come out but i want to see the movie basically based off of the cast like they got an all-star cast man so i'm sure the movie is going to be dope um if it's not that's gonna suck (laughs) um um because they got some really great actors man like i'm really excited to see my man jeffrey wright as commissioner gordon like he is an amazing actor um and yeah i'm looking forward to seeing him do that role like we've we've had many different commissioner gordons but we've never had a black one before so i would love to see his take on that character um zoe kravitz she's gonna be playing selena kyle i talked about that before when they picked her to be uh selena kyle aka Catwoman. um that looks like it's gonna be interesting and remember in the preview if you saw it she didn't have like the Catwoman suit on because this is supposed to be like within the first two years of bruce wayne being batman so you know they their costumes are gonna you know develop and i think this is supposed to be a three-part series a trilogy uh once again so you know i'm looking forward to seeing that um i want to see i'm really looking forward to seeing andy circus as uh, alfred um you know he's a little younger looking i guess you know like we have always had these like super old alfreds and they're all classic don't get me wrong but you know just to see his take on it man he killed it in black panther as claw man he, he brought it so and he does that in all his movies that he's in but i'm so i'm looking forward to seeing how he you know handles being alfred you know um and if they're going to make some changes because since he's going to be younger you know there's been comics and stuff where you know even in the gotham series um alfred was kind of like a kind of badass you know what i'm saying like he was out there fighting and stuff sometimes so you know being that he's younger maybe we might get an opportunity to see alfred in the mix a little bit more um Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to Robert Pattinson. A couple days ago, I read an article that uh, he got hit with COVID-19, man. So hopefully he's doing well and recovering. Um, Trust me, you don't want to go through what I went through with COVID-19, man. It sucks. So hopefully he's doing well. And it kind of brings a question that we don't have to talk about now, maybe another episode. But like, do we really need to be making movies right now you know what i'm saying like is it really important for these movies to get done in, like right now right now in the middle of a pandemic or can we can that wait a little while so you know i mean it is what it, it is what it is excuse me i wish him the best hopefully he can recover and we'll see what they do uh, going forward with uh, this, this COVID-19 situation and keeping everybody safe. The other stuff that dropped was the uh, the Snyder Cut Justice League preview. Um, it looks like it's going to be cool. It's coming out on HBO Max. It's like a four-part series. Like I don't know, like an hour each episode or two hours each episode. It's something crazy like that. Um, it's a lot of stuff in there that I'm still trying to figure out why they didn't just release that in the theaters to begin with but whatever um looks like it's gonna be a lot of you know character development and very detailed storytelling so should be dope um the only thing i hated was that the flash still runs like a retard that was mean that was mean that was mean sorry didn't mean to say retard but he he runs very goofy and i don't understand why because nobody that has speed runs like that. So I don't understand why his arms are flailing all over the place like, oh, that's so stupid. Like I wish they would have fixed that, but whatever. Um if I feel like getting HBO Max for whatever $20 or whatever it is, if I feel like spending money on that, then I'll watch it. But if not I'll I'll get it when I get it. Um it looks like it'll be cool though. Uh the Black Adam trailer, kind of a trailer. Some like digital stuff was out but uh, uh The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. So that looks like it'll be cool. But yeah, man, that was pretty much all the comic book news. Listen, y'all got me for at least an hour today. I'm sorry. I've been gone for a while, man. Last episode I did was like early April. So I got to talk my stuff today, man. I, I've been building up. So I apologize if it's longer than a half hour, but just suck it up. And we'll be back after this dope track for my boys, Fog My Music. We're going to talk some music when we get back. All right. Peace. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is your boy, Amir, a.k.a. The Magic Man, and you're listening to Paperbacks and Soundtracks, man. Yes. Ah, feels good to be back for episode 47, man. And of course, the show would not be complete without me thanking you guys for just joining me once again, um, getting ready for this new journey that we about to be on you know the world's different now you know we can keep some things the same but you know you just gotta roll with the punches man um like i said earlier make sure you guys are protecting yourself make sure you're protecting your energy make sure you are you know being loving and caring and you know everything man because you never you just never know man you never know with what's going on today if you know you might lose someone so always just give love man and give good vibes so that's what i'm here to do for y'all man i'm here to give y'all some good vibes uh let's talk about some music all right and of course you know it can't be complete without the soundtracks of what the magic man was tuning into while he was reading his comic book so let's jump it off with uh joey badass actually put out an album that was dope that you guys should check out called the light pack it's only like three songs on there Joey is back, baby. He's getting back to his bars the way he always has. You know, the, the flow that he's always, like, just that 90s feeling that he's always had. I, I love it. I love I love Joey Badass and that flow, man. So, definitely check that out. Um, what else we got? V-Tapes. Vic Mensa. He put out a little mixtape. I want to say it's about eight tracks on there. That boy is going ham on that bad boy, man. This is the Vic Mensa that I've I've missed, um, and I don't have a problem with artists like evolving and and doing different styles of music. Like that's all good. Uh, his last album was like a like an alternative rock type of thing, and he has that in him. Like he always has. Like when I, the first song I ever heard of his, he was singing. So he he's very versatile. But I always like when he is talking his ish. And he's definitely doing that on v tapes So check that one out. Um Crit was here. That came out while I was, you know, recovering and everything. And there's a whole lot of tracks on there. But the thing with Big Crit, man, he just never gets his credit, man. He never gets his credit. And he can give you 20 songs on the album. And all of them be fire, man. Like, I don't know how he doesn't. Like, I don't know how he comes up with all this all these bars man but he does and he's been killing it uh the crit was here album was fire top to bottom i don't think i skipped a track on there so yeah definitely check that out um and my uncle actually while i was recording this sent me a track from stormzy um he's from over in britain he's a pretty dope rapper um i liked his last album kind of hard to understand him sometimes but you know he he's got a really tight flow, but he put out a song called um, "Superheroes," which is really really dope, man. Go look that up. I, I might actually post that on um on, on the uh, on the YouTube page and also on Facebook for you guys to check that out. Really dope song, but um let's get into uh, the like little deep dive into an album, man, that I have really enjoyed uh, since it came out last week. It's been nonstop being played in my ear, man big sean detroit Two, man this boy he gets better every album like for real like every album he has put out he's put out five of them um and yeah this one is it's the joint y'all i'm not even gonna front man uh we got it kind of late uh it was supposed to i think come out back in march but you know with covet and everything um he had to delay it so we finally got it last friday and it's been non-stop man and and honestly the uh the features that he has on here are straight up amazing yo um let's see we said we see we see um we got eminem we got royce the five nine post malone travis scott young thug little wayne um you got diddy on a track rapping like come on yo like <laughs> where the heck did diddy come from but it worked like it worked for the album um he's got janae ico on here he's got ty Dollar sign uh he's got the late great nipsey hustle on a track man like he just really went in with the features and i mean when you are five studio albums in you know how to operate with, with features now. Like, I think he learned his lesson <laughs> back when uh, Kendrick kind of torched him on his own track. I mean, I'm, and it, it was, yeah, he killed him on that joint. But he learned his lesson. So now he knows how to balance the features and, you know, the tracks that he just wants to be on. He's grown. He's grown a lot. And um, I appreciate his growth. So the, the producers that he's had on here... Uh, he had on this joint was a uh, hit boy uh key wayne mike will i made it dj mustard no id just just a fantastic cast of artists on this album detroit too man and like i said about his growth other than his his hair because you know he got braids now he looked like the bearded alan iverson <laughs> but uh uh, this album really is about growth, man, and you can tell that um, Big Sean has had to deal with a lot. Not only just based on the lyrics, but of, on this album, but he's had other other songs like uh, "No More Interviews" and stuff like that, where he's talked about different things, and you can tell like he's had to deal with like anxiety, uh, depression. He even talked about on his album how you know he thought about you know taking his own life at one point you know um it's, you know critics are rough man and and having to be able to perform every single night and maybe deal with things and not be able to actually sit and deal with them You're like something happens and you just got to keep pushing through it no matter what like, you can't even take a minute to pause because you got responsibilities so you know he's had to deal with that and you could tell he's probably felt like he's you know was stagnant in certain situations where his growth um you know stopped and everything but with this album um it's perfect for this time right now because you can tell once again like you can see that um he's dealt with a lot of pain loss um and everything like that just like we all are dealing with the pain and loss right now with COVID-19 and you know people just passing away out of nowhere man like you know it's just a lot of things going on and this album actually has this vibe on it where you could just feel like okay everything is going to be okay you know what i'm saying like we're going to get to a point where everything is going to be okay like he is telling you like i fought through these things like i had to come back to my passion like i had to rediscover it and it was hard for him to get there but he's here now so he's given us these gems on this album man and it's it's fire man i it's a very deep album thought-provoking his pin game is ridiculous so yeah shout out to big sean some of the songs that i like um why would i stop perfect intro for the album uh lucky me deep reverence which is the one that has um nipsey hustle on there wolves i love that track with post malone body language that's yes, with Jeneico and uh ty Dollar sign which is a great song um harder than my demons fire okay harder than my demons go check that out uh ZTFO love that joint Zen the b- out Zen the F out Zen the F out like that joint is fire I love that one um and guard your heart which actually has my boy Anderson Pack on there and Wale so you know he's got a packed album man from start to finish he's got a joint on there um it's a long song I can't even remember it but it's got like all of Detroit on that joint and they just going off as usual and yeah man like I really enjoyed the album um definitely check that out check out the other songs and the albums that I mentioned um yeah and just get you some comic books in sit back relax and chill man like it's a lot going on man so just protect your peace protect your energy protect your health you know spread love you know the good thing about this uh COVID-19 because you got to find the good in it is that we're all going through it together right there's not one person that is listening to this or not listening to this that hasn't been affected by COVID-19 in some way You know, some more than others like myself, you know, but you got to continue to push through and, you know, fight, you know, and I got I got a second chance to be able to do something that I love. You know, I love doing this podcast and um, I love talking comics and music with people and I love just talking to artists about what they create on, you know, on the papers, you know, that I read the comics and stuff. So I'm thankful to uh, to God, especially for giving me an opportunity to come back and be able to talk to y'all, man, because it's, it's fun. It's fun, man. So like I've said before, the movement continues with paperbacks and soundtracks, man. Thank you guys for listening. You can find the episode on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. We're going to keep on growing. We're going to keep on shining. We're going to keep on fighting. Stay positive. Spread love. And remember, you don't need superpowers to be a superhero. Peace.